The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no voice, no guys. Me, really real, villain, real, real, from Virginia here at your service. And uh, man, oh man, we are back for a four-game slate in the WNBA. Recording this the day before live on YouTube, youtube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast is where we're streaming the WNBA Gambling Podcast this season. And I would just like to tell you that if you are listening on YouTube, we're rolling with the Minnesota Lynx tonight. I know this isn't on the slate, but we're rolling with the Minnesota Lynx. So if you were able to get this bet in for the Lynx game tips in about 58 minutes here, I'm rolling with the Lynx. I think they're a more desperate team playing the Connecticut Sun, who looked like they played down the competition very early on in the season. But I like the Lynx, and I like the under tonight. So two couple, two plays that I like in a single-game slate in the WNBA tonight. Got friend of the program, Gendy, John Gender, with me to break down this four-game slate. Gendy, what's going on? And we can't hear you because you're on mute, so I'm going to unmute you. There you go. <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? Really excited. Got a four-game slate coming up, and I love me some WNBA basketball. Can't get enough of it, so I'm ready to dive into this. Definitely so, and I am not wasting any time because we have a lot of coverage to get done in a short amount of time. First game up on the slate is 6 p.m. on the East Coast on the ION Network. First year that they are broadcasting WNBA games, so you can be able to check that out. New York Liberty are going to play the Chicago Sky in Chicago. Liberty opened up as 11-point favorite. They are down to minus 10 and a half now. 162 and a half is the total. Come up a little bit from 162. Looking here, injury report for the Chicago Sky, Rebecca Gardner, Mo Birch, both out for this game. And you look here for the New York Liberty, and they have – uh, Maria Johannes, she was out. I think she's expected to be in this game now. But you know how the WNBA can be a little bit finicky with their injury reports. I believe she's officially completed all of She played in that last game, so I don't think there's any reason that she shouldn't be with the team right now. Maria Johannes should be in the lineup for the New York Liberty. All right, here. Liberty have been the super team that everybody thought they were at different points in time. They are currently 2-2 against the spread. They absolutely destroyed the Connecticut Sun. And then what could have been been a little bit of a get-up spot for the Seattle Storm, they end up covering that 15-and-a-half that they got at home. So now you get the Liberty again, another double-digit favorite on the road. Gendy, what do you like here in this matchup? Yeah, I mean, I did see, or the Storm did hang around that game. I thought at one point they were going to make a game, maybe do a little bit of the upset. Um, the Liberty are definitely rolling a little bit more each and every game, and I think you finally saw, I think they got kind of figured out, you know, Vandersloot's going to run the point, and Nescu's fine with shooting off the ball. They're really starting to click. Um, so I actually think the Liberty are going to cover 
the 11, and part of that is I'm still pissed off at Chicago for the other night when I thought plus three and they were going to win outright, and I'm still mad, so I hope the Liberty cover and take it to them just for a little payback for me. Yeah, and I talked about that line, and I ended up going Chicago on the show, but I, I played Dream first half. That was the better play for me, and they ended up not only covering the first half but the full game. It felt like a little bit of a trappy line. The Dream were a three-point favorite without good Chicago's played. I'm... The um, Liberty are clearly by far the more talented team. And maybe the injuries are a little bit too much for Chicago, but Marina Mabry's been playing really, really well. Can we get a good game from Kalia Copper here? Potentially. I think that they have, you know, the size and Elizabeth Williams. Courtney Williams has been just miss do it all for this team. Yep, absolutely. This Chicago team is good, man. They are really good. And um, this is the first of a two-game set. I, I'm going to go back to what I do in the NBA, and I'm going to take the dog, especially mm-hmm. a home dog catching double digits in the first of a two-game set. The next game is going to be in New York on Sunday, I believe it is. Yes, yeah, Sunday. So next game is Sunday in New York for these two teams, and they play the second game of their back-to-back set. I'm going to take Chicago in the first game. Plus 10.5, I think Chicago keeps it close on their home floor. Little bit of a sweat there for the New York Liberty. I think the Liberty still win the game outright. And then we get the large New York Liberty cover back in Barclays. That just feels a little bit more because this Chicago team is good. And I don't I'm not trying to underestimate them anymore. I think that they have what it takes to be able to at least give the Liberty a game. Will they win? I don't think so, but I think that they'll make it a six, seven point game at the by the time it's all said and done. So I'll actually back the Chicago Sky here, minus ten and a half. A total one sixty two and a half. I'm all over the over because the New York Liberty have yet to show me that I can really, really trust them defensively yet this season. A very good game against the defensively against the Connecticut Sun holding them to sixty five points. But getting 78 to Seattle, to 73 to Indiana, like they, they kind of got out in front of that game. And that's another angle of this, too. They get out in front and kind of don't care what Chicago does offensively. But I think defensively, there's still some things that need to be, some kinks that need to be worked out on the New York Liberty side of the ball. I don't think they just come into this game and lock up the Chicago sky. I think, like I said, Marina Mabry earlier, I think she's able to find her stride and get going and have a really nice game here. I think that they can get some work on the inside. I'm going to roll with the over 162.5. Gendy, what say you? I'm definitely – with you on the over the one thing that does concern me i know copper is due for a uh, breakout game here i think but there was barely anybody in double digits on that team in the last game um and i don't Mm -hmm. know if copper's having a bad game and mayberry's putting up some points but they're going to need points from a lot more people um so that was definitely one concerning to me but i think that the liberty alone just the amount of points they're going to be able to put up with and chicago is going to probably at least be able to stay competitive with them so i'm with you with you on the over for sure yeah and it wasn't like they got bad looks in that game they got quality looks it just didn't fall you look at 
uh, Mabry, who's had a really good season thus far. She was four for ten. Kalia Copper was four for fourteen. Courtney Williams was two for ten. Elizabeth Williams was three for ten. Like they just could not get the ball in the basket. I think that this team is well coached enough where they're gonna have the players in solid positions. Even Dana Evans was three for eight. Like they're gonna have these players in solid positions, and then I think that after that, that's where you know a little bit of eat. Back home, get the, you know, the bucket is a lot larger for them back home. I think that they can find, I actually kind of would play Sky team. Let me see if I can find a Sky team total over. Uh, let me see. Uh, there we go. Uh, nope, nope. Do not have any team total over for the Sky or any player props, really, at all. Yeah, that's so, that's so frustrating. The the player props thing will continue to frustrate me for the <laughs> the rest of this year, probably, because this is madness that they're not out already. Player props are – I'm having a lot of success this year so far on player props, so I want them rolled out more and more so I can dive into them. Yeah, very much so. Let me see here. Let me see what underdog if underdog has anything for some for nope. Only thing they have is for tonight. So can't give you any props. Can't give you. I will say that I will be looking to Marina Mabry this game to get back on the slide again. She's had a couple of really good games already this season, and the ball just didn't find the basket for her. I think that she has a better game. Clea Copper, you know, she's always going to have the ball in her hand. She's always going to be a threat to score the basketball. So. Think she'll have a pretty solid game, but again, Mabry nineteen twenty three in her two games prior to that last game, so she's kind of starting to caught fire, and she's got the green light, taking nine shots, fifteen shots, seventeen shots, ten shots. Like she's getting the attempts up, so I think that if they start to fall a little bit more for, her, then that's when we get the breakout game from her. So I'll be on Mary, Marina Mabry points for sure, and I think. For me, in terms of player props, what I'm even though they're not out, I'm looking for if Stewart's under 25, I'm taking it every game until they get smarter just because she's playing out of this world. Um, I think it was you that mentioned on the last pod, until they get smartened up with Courtney Williams, I'm looking for her rebounds if they're anywhere under probably yeah. five or five Yeah, or she six. did it again. Yeah. She did I it mean, again. So, I mean, let's just go through the numbers. Seven, six, nine, eleven, seven. She's there. And she's I think there's eight yeah, rebounds. And going against the Liberty, there's they're going to be shooting a lot, so I think there's going to be more chances for rebounds than in some of the games she's already played, and look what she's putting up. So, yeah. Um, I'm eight for rebounds that. per game for Courtney Williams, seventh in the WNBA and I think, as a 5'8 guard. Yeah, it's, it's madness, but – we love that, um, and I'm also looking for Copper because they keep lowering her odds, and anything under, like, 14, I'll take because she's got to break through here. So if, if it's anything 14, 15, I'm probably going to take the over on that as well. Yeah, I think she'll probably be around that 17, 18 territory for this one. Uh, all right, before we get to the next game of Slate, got to talk to you about Edge Boost because this is the world's first now bet now pay later Visa card similar to your buy now pay later programs but this is for the DJs because they offer you up to $2,500 in betting advances super duper easy you just make your deposit and they will match it and you can get a betting advance 
for you to use in case, you know, maybe you don't want to tie up your own bankroll. Maybe you want to tie up another bankroll in the future just to get a hedge out there, secure yourself a profit. Do you remember the guy that had like this crazy payout in the NFL? He had like us every single game against the spread pick. Last game was the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. He had the Lions and the Packers won. Now, if he had edge boost, he could have gotten that extra $2,500 and hedged out of that and still made a very, very nice profit. So double down on your favorite bet or even use it to middle, like I said, or hedge. 0% interest is edge boost. Again, 0% interest for weekly installments to pay back. Or when you win the bet, just pay it back in full and then start all the new again. Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, next game on the slate, we have the Dallas Wings traveling to D.C. to play the Washington Mystics. Mystics open up as a six and a half point favorite. That line is still at six and a half. One sixty three and a half is the total. Let's see what's labeled on the injury report for now. We still have Maisha Hines Allen, who's expected to be out until about mid June, so she's still got a couple of weeks in her. And for the Dallas Wings, it looks like so. I actually just saw this underdog tweet this. Tara McGowan is actually leaving the team to go back overseas and continue playing. I don't know the exact details of that or why that is that she's going back. Typically, they don't stay with the team. I mean, they typically just stay with their overseas team and then come to the W when they're finished. But now she's leaving to go complete a contract. Uh so that's going to be brutal because she was their big woman down low. She was very, very good rebounding, gave them some type of rim protection. And so now you're missing that piece as she goes back and she's going to miss a little while. Like this isn't just for a day. She's going to miss a little while while she's finishing that overseas contract. So well, correct me if I'm wrong, but will she be able to play at all then because of the prioritization prioritization rules? Because she's prioritizing overseas in WNBA, so they might not even let her return until next season. I don't see anything like that. So uh, Christine Agnew for the Sky is actually – I don't know if they're on the same team, but she actually has the same uh, the same contract where she has to go back overseas for the Sky. So she's missing six to eight games and we didn't even talk about that in our sky breakdown. I just saw that pop up as well. So she's missing six to eight games. So it looks like that they actually can come back. I don't know how this works. It looks like it's something that was already put into motion, and we're just now understanding that now. But just know you're not going to see Tierra McGowan for the near future for the Dallas Wings, yeah. and that's a really big blow to them. All right. Yeah, that's, that's wild. I've been following the, the Gabby Williams one for the storm too. Cause that's, you know, pretty interesting. They're still talking about, they don't know if she's going to be able to play or not. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, it's a definitely a weird road for the, these teams to have to navigate. In terms of this game, I mean, Sierra McGowan wasn't going to change the side that I was going to do, but it just, it just strengthens of what I was going to say. And I'm taking a mystics here. Mystics minus six and a half. It's a very simple handicap here. Dallas plays zero defense. 
Washington plays defense. <laughs> so while Washington probably can score north of 80-plus points in this game because Dallas gives up 80 to anybody with the breathing pulse, the Washington Mystics, I think, will lock up Dallas and make things a lot tougher on Satsu Sabali, make stuff tougher on Enrique. I think that they're going to really slow the pace down, not allow Dallas to just get out and run up and down the floor like they want to do. They're going to make them play out the half court and make things a lot more difficult for them. So I like I like Washington here, minus six and a half. I think they can cruise. The Tierra McGowan thing strengthens my trust in an already really, really good Shakira Austin who's having an amazing season thus far. So, and I expect to see her, you know, in Vegas for All-Star Weekend come July. So I'm all over Washington, minus six and a half. That's a lock of mine. What say you? Oh, I hate to do this to you, but I'm thinking I'm thinking the other way. Uh, Dallas okay. plus seven. Dallas I love it. Plus I, love, seven. I love it. I, I tell you what, besides my aces that I absolutely love, the Dallas Wings are closely becoming my second favorite team to watch play. Um, Saboli's having a hell of a year, and obviously mm-hmm. Rike. And Howard, between the three of them, they had 76 points, I think, in the last game. So they definitely can score. And I just have this weird feeling this game's going to be be closer. I, th- I do think they're going to score less, but I think it's going to be within seven. This is one I borderline want to stay away from, but if I had to, I would take Dallas plus seven because I just I, I, I like Dallas. I think a lot of people were underestimating them this year, and they can definitely play. Mm-hmm. All right. No, I like, I like when we differ. I love when we differ. All right. So, 163 and a half is the total here. I know I've I've told myself I will never take an under with Dallas, but I've also told myself I will never take an over with Washington. If I had a lean, I'm probably going to just lean to the under because I think Washington wins this game. If they win the game, it probably goes under. If Dallas wins the game, it probably went over. Whereas what I probably will play, and we don't have it yet, is a team total under for Dallas because I think that they are going to get smothered by this Washington defense. They're going to slow the game down and force them to play out the half court. And when Dallas is playing out the half court, that's when you start to see more errors. You see them turn the ball over a little bit more. You see them uh, not get as high percentage shots as they would like. It's when they start running in transition, they get Arike running up the floor, they get Satsu running up the floor. That's that's when they can start making the right passes and they start their scoring runs and they can really take over a game by forcing turnovers and getting out in transition. I don't think it's going to be that easy for them against this Washington Mystics team, especially on the road. So a play that I will 100% be getting down on is Dallas's team total under. Gendy, what do you like here about the total of 163.5? I'm with you on the under. I think you said you were in on it for the whole game, too. I'm thinking in my head this is a 74, 71, 77, 71 kind of game. So I'm looking at this to hardly go over 150, if anything. So for me, I'm I'm really big on the under. Mystics are phenomenal at defense. They're going to slow the pace down a little bit, but I think – Dallas is able to score enough to stay within the seven, keep it close, but definitely I like the under here. All right. Uh, Again, we don't have lines on player props, just kind of talking uh, out our ass on it right now. But, again, Shakira Austin is probably going to be my favorite play 
of of this game. I just think without Sierra McGowan, she's going to have a very, very easy time in the post. Dallas defense, interior defense has really, really struggled. And I think that how well she's been playing, how good she is off of the dribble and being able to create for herself, not even wait for somebody to set up for her, but to be able to create for herself and find a way to get to the lane and get to the basket to score. I expect her points prop to be somewhere around 13 and a half, 14 and a half, maybe something like that. I think she goes over and I'm probably going to get down on her rebounds prop as well. Anything that you can think of that would potentially catch your eye here? Yeah, there's a couple I think of. Um, probably Rike's under, depending on what it is. Um, last game, it was, I think it was 25 and a half, 26. And I was like, man, that's that's a heavy. So if it's anywhere, if it's anywhere near that, just because of the Mystics D, I'm probably looking the under. I think it's going to be obviously a little bit lower. But if they are giving her a bunch of points like that, that's something I'm looking at. Playing the under. Um, depending where EDD's over is. She seems to be back in full form, and they said no load management. So if she's got a decent line, she's been playing pretty good. Um, and I like Sabali's uh, rebounds. She's been hitting the glass pretty hard this year, and you know, depending, again, where that's at, if it's 6, 7, 8, definitely playing, probably not playing nine and a half, ten, just because with Austin, and I think it's going to be a little bit harder to rebound in that game. All right, but first we have some breaking news. What? Yes, we have breaking news because if you are watching live and you're catching this, Jessica Shepard turned her ankle in warm-ups and her status for tonight for the Minnesota Lynx is in question. So the Minnesota Lynx already without Diamond Miller, potentially could be without Jessica Shepard as well. That's their big woman down low. And that is a big loss for them. I'm not as certain about that under anymore because I think Connecticut will have easy lanes at the paint day now. I will say this does give me more optimism for Nafisa Collier rebounds. This gives me more optimism for all Brianna Jones unders. I'm going to be all over. I'm actually getting a bet down on Brianna Jones right now. Uh, she is. Uh, let me see. What's what's Brianna Jones' numbers looking like? That's the one. Brianna Jones is at twenty two point five points and rebounds, eight and a half rebounds, fourteen points. That fourteen points is a lock. I'm taking that fourteen over fourteen points for Brianna Jones. But yeah, very very brutal loss there for the Minnesota Lynx. I'm actually kind of uh, not feeling the Lynx for the game anymore. But. I will definitely pivot over to that player prop getting down on that now. They're gonna they're gonna have to make up for some assists too because she's been she's basically been the point center for them. This yeah, year. very There's much so. Good five, six, seven, or I think five and six assists. So I still think it's an aerial powers masterclass game. I don't see any lines on her, but I think it's an aerial powers master masterclass game. And Kayla McBride probably has a really good game too as well. I think there. I still think it's some scoring. This might be an over game now. I'm not gonna lie. This might be an over game now. Yeah, definitely. And uh, assists. Oh, Alyssa Thomas over six and a half assists. Make sure you play that. The plus money definitely. Uh, man. That sucks for Je- I really, really want to get the I first pick her up. Maybe they still do, but I'm not going to bet them to get their their. Um, that's too many people missing for me. So I just picked her up in like four of my WNBA fantasy leagues that I play in. I she was available <laughs> in all of them, and I was like, how do people not have her? So that was great. 
Shout out to Gendy for being in four WNBA fantasy leagues for sure. I, I'm just doing the one, but shouts out there. All right. This is why you catch us live on YouTube. I know people that are listening to the podcast are like, dang, I wish I had this intel. Or they're like, I'm glad I didn't hear this because this didn't hit at all. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, very much so. Very much so. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast is where we're streaming the WNBA Gambling Podcast this season. And before we get into the final two games of Slate, I got to talk to you about the NBA Finals and Stanley Cup Finals because they are both here. We have two free contests for both the Stanley Cup and NBA Finals exclusively on the SGPN app. They have series props. They have game props. They have everything you need. Go in and sign up ASAP. $100 SGPN gift card up for grabs for each contest. Download the SGPN app and enter today. All right. Next game of the slate, we have your Las Vegas Aces and the Atlanta Dream playing in Atlanta. Minus 11.5 for the Las Vegas Aces. Opened up at 11. They are now up to 11.5. 171.5 is the total injury report here. And let's see what they're showing. Atlanta Dream, Daniel Robinson is out indefinitely with a knee injury. And for the Las Vegas Aces, Rakana Williams is out as well with a back injury for tomorrow. They already have ruled her out, so she's done. This Dream team has a win against the Aces in the past 365. Can they do it again? Nope. I think the Aces are going to cover. That could be my fandom, but I know we talked about the Liberty being a super team, but the Aces, I think, are even strides ahead of where the Liberty are right now, and I think I don't think 11 is an, enough to, for the Aces. I think they're going to cover it pretty easily. They're firing on all cylinders. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a basketball team that looks as good as them across the board, college, NBA. They are just clicking. Yeah, yeah, no, they do look really, really good. And, uh, man, do they play with their food here? <laughs> so if we look at the Aces this season, they are 3-1 and one against the spread. They did not cover that first meeting on – excuse me. They didn't cover that first meeting on the road against the Sparks, but they covered the second meeting and then they covered the so they covered thirteen and a half against Seattle, didn't cover fifteen and a half the first time against the Sparks, but covered it the second time and covered fifteen against the uh Lynx. Curious on why this is now down to eleven and a half and it kind of feels like we're getting a little bit better of a line there. Yeah, I think I can't believe it's as low as eleven. I was a little bit surprised before we got on when I started looking through all this. I feel like it should be higher. I, I, I really do. That's one point over a double digit. That's not much for the Aces. Yeah. I, yeah. What are they? I think they're averaging north of 90 still. Or or if they're they're a little bit below, if that, the Dream aren't going to be able to keep up with 90 points. There's no way they're going to be able to keep up with them. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Aces with you there. I think I'll go aces with you. I do think that this dream team is a little scrappy, and they're going to get up for the aces coming into Atlanta. That Atlanta atmosphere is amazing, and it's just incredible, and it's going to be a really great game. I think that's going to be a tough place to play all season. <sighs> Did they have their get-up game after losing to the Fever? 
against Chicago, maybe. And maybe that's why this line is a little bit conservative. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to say aces. Aces minus 11 and a half. But I do love the over because I still think Atlanta will be able to score the basketball. Like they have scores, they have offense. I think they'll be able to score the basketball. I just think that the turnovers that they have is going to be brutal against an Aces team. And that's what really pushes the Aces over the over this uh, spread. So I'm still liking the over 171 and a half. I, mm, I don't know if I get there on Dream Team total over yet, but I think the Aces will do a lot of the scoring in the Dream be able to keep up somewhat. So uh, give me over 171 and a half for the total. What do you like there? It's, it's tough. I... I don't like playing unders right now because it seems like everybody is scoring so much in this league. But at the same time, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, so if the Aces, let's say, put up 90, their dream are going to have to put up 80. And I I just – I don't know if they do it. I think they're going to give Howard a little bit of a hard time um, and a lot of their points go through her. So I'm going to take the under. it, it it's right there. It's a hard that's a hard one for me, but I think I'm expecting this game to be a blowout. So Literally. yeah, I, I don't think the dream are gonna be able to hang. I mean, they lost to the fever, although I do think the fever are a lot better than people realized, and I think they're gonna continue to get better, so it's not a knock on them, but I just think I don't know if they can put up eighty on the aces. So okay. um, two straight two straight okay. unders for the uh, aces in our past two games. So it looks like that is trend is going your way of them blowing teams out and holding them under, uh, holding the under under the total. So the one thing that scares me though, if you do notice when they start not conceding a game, but they start bringing in the second string, they mm-hmm. tend to allow a lot of points on the, yeah. the back end. So that is the only thing concerning there for me, because so I think we go aces first half. I don't, I'm not afraid of taking it on the road. Yeah, I, I, that's not. Yeah, I don't hate that play. Um, and then in terms of player props, something I'm looking for is where Jackie Young's points are. Um, I think the the step up she has taken this season, or let's say even the previous season, to be most improved to the step she's now taken this year. Um, she's scoring. I don't think that's going to change, but I do think they're starting to set those totals pretty high i think last game was Mm -hmm. 22 23 which is doable but if somebody else on that team insert any player kelsey plum wilson even candace parker if any of them go off then it's going to take away from her so eventually that so i'm looking where that is and might actually play the under on that if it's i think it's too high all right let's see here player i Mm, I don't really have a lane on any player props because I kind of don't know where this game is going to go, to be honest. If I did anything, I'd probably take Alicia Gray over and just say Alicia yeah. Gray shows up and is able to score today and yeah. she takes on a challenge of playing against the Aces. She's been really, really good. But and I don't really have any lanes for player props in this Her game. and Howard both have been – their their player points have been They get the low. attempts. Like It, it may not low. always be the most efficient, but they get the attempts, yeah. and they're always going to get the attempts. I think I haven't seen them higher. I think they were both maybe 14, 15, and the highest – maybe Howard was 17 at one point. And mm-hmm. that's any given night for, I think, both of them. So, All right, let's get to the last game of the slate. We have lost – 
Angeles Sparks going to play the Phoenix Mercury in Phoenix. Phoenix opened up as a three-point favorite. They are now a three-and-a-half-point favorite. 163-and-a-half is the total. Let's look here at an injury report, and we see uh, Cheney Ogumake is questionable with an illness. Larisha Clarendon is questionable. Uh, Jordan Canada is questionable as well, all with an illness. We'll see if they're able to go. I think that we'll be able to see them because they did miss that last game, so I think we'll be able to see them go at this point. As Ray Stevens is still out with that back injury, and Jasmine Thomas is out with the knee injury. Over to the Phoenix Mercury, we have Shea Petty, who is out indefinitely right now with a knee injury, and Skylar Diggins-Smith, who is still out with the pregnancy. So, I mean, I'm just gonna assume that we see some players come back for loss for loss, uh for the Sparks here. They're coming off some rest, getting over that illness that it looks like NECA ran through the locker room and NECA was patient <laughs> yeah. zero and then everybody else caught Absolutely. it and they missed the next game. So uh <laughs> it looks like that illness is starting to come out of the locker room. We should start to see some actives for some of these players. And this team ran through Phoenix the first go round. And my issue with Phoenix is I truly, truly do not think that they are a consistent scoring team. Like, I do not think that they're going to be consistently be able to score the basketball. They, yes, they scored 90 points in their last game. That was against the Minnesota Lynx, who have been giving up points to everybody. They only scored 69 points against the, the Sky. They only scored 71 points against this Sparks team in Los Angeles. I don't think that this Sparks team is going to stop offensively. I think they're going to find ways a lot easier. Phoenix has been allowing teams to score on them as well. 81 to the Lynx really, really looks bad right now. Like giving up 81 points to the Lynx really, really looks bad right now. And, uh, you know, 75 to Chicago, that's a slower-paced team. That was a slow-paced game, but. I think they build on that 94 piece. Do they drop 94 this going around? Probably not. I think they get somewhere close. I still think they're in like the 80s or something. And the Sparks, I think this is wrong team favorite. Give me the Los Angeles Sparks as a road dog here. Plus three and a half. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going Mercury. Cover the three. Um, okay. I was hoping we would kind of – I don't think we've agreed on much so far. Um I'm big on, like you said, about that stuff. It seems like a stomach virus or some kind of illness going through there. And it takes a little bit of time to get up from that. And we're talking half the team has that by now. So mm -hmm. I still think the Sparks are kind of not at full strength. So I think just for that sole fact alone, um, Griner's playing good. And I think Tarasi is due for a breakout game. She's still Diana Tarasi. Um I just I got this weird feeling that Phoenix is going to kind of come alive here, um, but it could go the complete opposite way. And it, like you I said, think, I trust Kurt Miller's defense, man. I trust Kurt Miller to put a good defensive game plan to rattle this Phoenix team again. They did it very well that first go around. They have the staff and the defensive players that can. You know, you talk about Alexi Brown, who's a three and D type of gal. Like I think that this team has the the makeup to make this tough it's just hey is everybody playing and this maybe this is a game that you wait and you wait and see and wait till that in official injury report drops now again it's the WNBA and we got screwed earlier this season when they said Satu Sabli wasn't playing and then she was playing yep. and then she dropped 25 so 
tread lightly, but do use the injury report to the best of your knowledge. And so if they say the players are in, then I'm going to go ahead and trust them. And if, if everybody's in, I'm all over the Sparks here. I think the Sparks roll because I'm just down on the Mercury. I don't think the Mercury are that good, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you were thinking exactly what I was thinking. This is I'm waiting on this because looking at the injury report, there's two people on there, um, and, and especially in Claire, and I think she just brings this – this energy to that team and she is gritty uh-huh. and she is in there and, and fighting. And if she's not there, where the else they're going to get those minutes from, you know, I think she is like one of those glue pieces. She doesn't score. She scores sometimes, but she's kind of that glue that holds that team uh-huh. together. And if she's not there, if Chanae's not playing, I'm going to monitor, I guess before maybe I don't, I don't know how I'm going to play this one. I'm definitely monitoring it though, for sure. If I get everybody in like I expect to see them in, I will take the Sparks team total over. I don't think the Phoenix Mercury have a good defense. I don't think they'll be able to slow this team down or not. If you're telling me I'm still getting Leslie Brown, I'm still getting Jordan Canada, I'm still getting, excuse me, a Neka Gumake, then I feel very, very good about, you know, this offense and them being able to score points. So especially getting them as a dog, I will take Sparks team total over pending an injury report there. All right. All right. Anything else you got for this game? Try to think player prop wise for this one. Um, might check out Grinders rebounds. They've been, you know, seven and a half, eight and a half. So that could mm-hmm. be an interesting one where that is. But other than that, maybe see what they're giving to Rossi, but. Uh, there's not many player props that really stand out to me like the other three. Uh, Brent Garner had a really good game offensively in the last one, too. I'll back her again to have another good offensive game for the Sparks. If she's going to be able to get anywhere, it's going to be on the inside, especially if Chanae is not able to go. That's just another level of inside depth that they're really, really going to miss and rim protection they're going to miss. So uh, I like Brittany Griner's overs for sure. I think that's like the only over that I like for the Phoenix Mercury, but uh yeah that's all i really got neca i'll take a look at neca and her points depending on where they're at something She's always liable to score i do want to circle back on one thing back at the aces game before i forget uh just i played a season-long prop of jackie young winning the mvp um about a week ago i think mm-hmm. everybody should kind of keep an eye on that i got it at i think it was uh fifteen thousand to one or does that sound right and now no, it's no it to- doesn't sound right <laughs> not fifteen thousand. Uh, no, 15 to 1? Yeah, well, yeah, plus, plus 15 to 1. Sorry, yeah, plus 15,000. Sorry. Yeah, so 15 to yeah. 1. Okay, not bad. It's all the way down to plus 7, uh, 7,500. 7,500. So, oh, plus they're 750. They're definitely, yeah, they're getting scared that. So I got it early, um, but I don't know if she can or not, but I put 10 bucks on it because it would pay, I think, 1,500 or something. So I'm cheering for her just to keep lighting it up. So I wanted to circle back on that one before I forgot. Yeah, no problem. No problem. All right, yeah. We- I'm sitting on Alyssa Thomas, 30 to 1 to win MVP. That's down to 10 to 1 now. So uh, looking forward to that. I'm telling you, if Alyssa Thomas just can, Alyssa Thomas assists. If, again, if you're, this game hasn't started, Alyssa Thomas assists. Shout out to Allen, who dropped uh, Kayla McBride rebounds are at plus money. I checked it just now. They're still at plus money, plus 115. And she's at four and a half rebounds. She's had four in the had four rebounds in the last four games. Now, no Jessica Shepard. She could sneak over and get that five. The books haven't adjusted. I think that is a nice plus money prop. Shout out to Allen in the chat. This is why you hop in on YouTube. Trying to tell you guys, lock in with us while we're doing this on YouTube. All right. One thing you said about Thomas, she's definitely playing good, but 
she's got to, if she wants to be in the MVP race, I think she's got to up the scoring a little bit. She's been doing everything else, but I, I mean, she's at 18, she's at 18 points per game. So I think that's a solid, if you can keep that and just, you keep averaging a double double and you get those assists closer to seven, eight per game, like give, give and knock out a couple of triple, a few triple doubles yeah. over the course of the season. Like if she has a number of triple doubles over the course of the season, I think she can lock step, just kind of steal that MVP award. So, and, you know, for the reluctance of wanting to give it to the super teams. Like, I think that, you know, there is a little bit of a reluctance of, hey, these teams are so good. Like, we're going to give the MVP to somebody on these teams, and they've been stacked all year round. They haven't been able to put out consistent production because somebody else has been going off every single night. So, yeah. And I think it also, when we're looking at this, you know, months from now, also where are their team's record? If Connecticut has a pretty decent record, that's only going to help the – the MVP, if they're not, if they don't have a great record, then maybe they won't. But that's definitely going to be a, a factor, too. So, very much so. All right. Let's get into Lock and Dog and go ahead and close this out. I'm making my lock, my edge boost double down play of the day, which is going to be the Washington Mystics first half. I don't have a first half line on that. Line is at six and a half. So, I'm, oh, well, no, I do. I have it's, it's a three and a half. I like it because I'm getting under two possessions. So win by four, Dallas, uh, Dallas. I think that they come out, get a little rattled by this uh, slow-paced game, get a little rattled by the defense of the Mystics. I've been there. I know the atmosphere is going to be a tough place to play. I think that the home crowd is going to be lockstep on a Friday night for this game. Everybody gets off work, goes straight to the game, get crazy lit. So expecting the Washington Mystics first half minus three and a half. That is my lock for my dog. It's super easy. Give me the the Los Angeles Sparks plus 140 on the money line to get it done versus the Phoenix Mercury. I think they're the better team. I think this is a, a case of wrong team favor. And I'm just going to take my chances on the injury report falling my way. I'm getting down on the Sparks to get the win, their second win of the season versus the Mercury, plus 140. Indy, over to you. What's your lock? What's your dog? I'm going for my lock. I'm going aces. Uh, cover the 11. I I don't. I just can't believe that's all it is. Uh, every time I, I just looked at it again, I'm sitting here and staring me in the face. I think the Aces are going to cover that easily. Um, so I'm going to lock my uh, Aces, cover the 11. Uh, for my dog, I think I might have to parlay to to get a dog here. So I'm going to do do the under in the Dallas-Washington uh, game. feel pretty confident in that. And then let's go. Let's take let's say my Mercury or not my Mercury the Mercury uh, cover the three and we're gonna go that gets us at plus two sixty four um, so for my dog we're gonna go under one sixty three and a half Dallas Washington game and the Mercury to cover three. Bruh. All right and we're here we are done appreciate you getting me for tapping in uh, anything else you have for the people before we get up out of here. I don't know. I get on my soapbox a little bit every, every chance I, I get. You got everybody's got to give the WNBA a chance. I mean, I've been a basketball fan since I was a kid, and just the the level of basketball. If you are a true basketball fan, I love the NBA just like the next person. But if you like true basketball, screening off the ball screens, pick and rolls, 
you are getting it. You are getting true team basketball, which is uh, my favorite basketball. And I will get on my soapbox and continue my crusade of making people and getting people to watch the WNBA because it pisses me off that people don't give it a chance. Yeah, very much so. I'm trying to tell you, if you like good hoops, you're never going to find any other better hoops anywhere than in the WNBA. Like, I'm telling you right now, it's one of the best hoops out. Like, straight up. I love watching the WNBA. And give it a chance. You sit there, you start betting it, you start watching it. Everybody that told me that they started watching it and started betting it, I've never heard a bad review. So, again, using our platform to help grow the league, this is the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You have my Edge Boost Double Down Play of the Day of the Washington Mystics. First half, minus three and a half. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Edge. Sign up there. Support us. Support Edge Boost. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Edge. With that, make sure you leave a review for the pod. Make sure you're tapping in. Tell a friend. Tell a friend of a friend. I actually have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here. 